Should I max out my 401k or pay off my auto loan? Hey everyone, I'm in my early 20s and recently bought a 2020 Lexus RX350 as a graduation gift for myself after getting both my bachelor's and master's degree. Hold on, I want to actually see what is a 2020 Lexus RX350. Pretty interesting. Image. Okay, so basically it's kind of like what, like a sedan slash crossover mini SUV kind of thing? Interesting. Uh, Lexus RX350. I mean, it doesn't really look bad, but... Ooh, but it's 41K. Okay, let's see. I got a new job starting at 155K a year which is pretty nice. The car loan is 41k at an 8% interest rate. $840 a month. Oh my god. Like here's the thing, like to me, regardless of like how much potential money I might make, you might make whatever, like just like in my mind, right? It is so hard for me to like overcome like spending nearly a thousand dollars for a car payment, right? That just seems crazy to me. Like that seems like crazy to me. Because you gotta keep in mind, right? That's eight hundred and forty dollars a month. It's just the car loan. That is not the insurance. That is not like it doesn't include insurance. It doesn't include gas. It doesn't include maintenance. Like, so we're probably talking like over $1,200, over uh, $1,300 probably to like own and operate this car, even though technically you don't own it because, you know, you get a loan on it. I also have student loans of $35,000 at 0% interest right now because of the pause. Wait, so what? That is $76,000 thousand dollars that you have right now seventy six thousand dollars in debt right now my company matches the 401k plan at six percent i was thinking should i pay off the auto loan first and continue to make the minimum matching contributions and save as much money as i can to pay off the car first and then student loans or should I max out the 401k because of the tax advantages and because of compound interest and I would never get that time back to invest in my early 20s. I really love my car. It's a graduation gift for myself and I wanted to get myself something nice after landing a good job and getting my degrees. I don't want to sell the car. <laughs> if I did the max contribution, I would end up saving roughly 2k a month. If I did the min contribution, I would end up saving roughly 4k a month. The difference is quite high because I would have to play catch up to make up for missing the first four months of the year. I know in the flowchart it says to pay off the high interest at first. I am leaning towards that, but I guess I wouldn't want to miss out on the 401k this year too. See, like the problem that I see with this, right? Like the biggest problem is that this individual wants to eat his cake, but also have a six-pack ab, like have six-pack abs at the exact same time, right? Like he's going to be spreading himself so thin 
probably not really accomplishing the stuff that he actually wants. So if I was this individual with this type of situation and I refused to sell my car because I'm just so in love with something that's on four wheels, even though I, I am also a car guy, I like cars, it's just like you're putting yourself in such like a dangerous financial situation by having so much debt. But what I would do, I would stop all contributions. This is me personally. I would stop all contributions, pay off the car, because for some reason I refuse to sell the car. I would pay off the car, then pay off the student loans, then start contributing to my 401k, maxing it out, maxing a Roth IRA, although you probably have to do a backdoor with your income. And then probably save up some money for like down payments on like investment properties. Because the thing is, yeah, he is going to miss out on compound interest. But with the type of income that he's actually making or potentially making, he could literally have all of his debt basically paid off within the year, still contribute to his 401k as well by the end of it. So, I'm thinking he just grinds it out, just grinds paying off the car, grinds out paying off the student loans, and then basically move on. Like, this is, like, he's actually in a very unique situation where he's actually making really good money, or she, or whatever. Like, this individual is making really good money. Like, 155k a year starting is amazing. Like, that is an amazing income, right? But the problem is, I got a feeling this individual, like, if he were to pay, or she, whatever, if this person were to pay off their car, pay off their student loans, I have a very strong feeling that in, like, the next two or three years, when they're making even more money, they're going to be like, oh, I want to give a gift to myself for a nicer car. So now, instead of a Lexus, I am now driving, like, a pre-owned like a Lamborghini or pre-owned Ferrari, whatever, right? Where I got like a monthly payment of like $1,500 per month or $1,800 per month for that car. Like I wouldn't really put that past this individual because they love their car. So this is kind of like a, this is kind of like a situation is like, what do you actually want out of life? Like what is your goal in terms of finances for your life. If you want to have more money, no debt, more freedom, then just pay off all of your debts and then contribute really heavily towards your investments after that. Because then you have like crazy amounts of cash flow when you have no debt, right? If you didn't have the car payment, that's $840 a month going towards investments, right? So like, for example, like just think about that. Like, the compound interest on $840, right? So compound interest calc by investor.gov. So let's see. Um, let's just say 10000 for the initial investment, but $800 per month. Which is basically what they said. Oh, 840. 840. Okay. 
840. Length and time in years, we'll do 40 years. Estimated interest rate is about 10% with a 1% variable calculated. So basically, this person who is in love with their car, this is what it's actually costing them in terms of like future potential investment earnings, right? Your car at $840 per month, which by the way is actually technically more because of the interest rate or the the insurance, the gas, the maintenance, right? So it's actually more than like a thousand, which we'll calculate as well. But basically, that monthly car payment alone, right, is already costing you nearly $5 million in investment earnings, right, potentially. Now, let's say that instead of 840 a month, let's say that is basically what I was kind of guessing, like 1300 a month with everything included. So now let's calculate that. So really, it's probably going to cost this individual more like $7,357,036.42. That is basically what having that car is robbing from them. Because they could instead put all that money towards investments. Right? So what people really need to think about is, what is my goal in terms of finances, right? And work their way backwards as to like getting to that point, right? Because if you want like $7,357,036.42 by the time you retire and you plan on retiring 40 years from now, you need to have an initial investment of 10 grand and you need to invest every single month of about $1,300 per month. But just think about it too, like the average car payment, right? On, let's see. Let's do this. Average car payment in the USA. No. Got to do 2023. No, it doesn't say. It keeps showing like 2020 results. I'm looking for 2023. Okay. Okay, so for many Americans, the cost to finance a vehicle can be one of the biggest hits to their wallets each month outside of housing costs. On average, drivers are spending over $700 and $500 each month for new and used vehicles. So basically, used vehicles, $500 a month, $700 for new vehicles on average. That is horrendous. That is horrendous. So imagine you didn't even have the initial investment, right? And we just did that $700 monthly contribution, right?
that's still costing you $3,717,777.47, right? Just the average car payment for a new car. Like, why would you want to rob yourself of nearly $4 million of your future? Which, by the way, you could live off of that. You could retire off of that. And you could just pretty much stick this into something like the S&P 500 and get this type of return. Like, it's just so crazy. But it's also kind of crazy too, right? Like, so this is how crazy compound interest actually is, right? So you got like year one, you got 8,400, right? Year two, you got 17, seven, two, oh yeah, 1764. You get 38,984 on your four. So basically, it's almost doubling every year. Basically. Almost. Okay, not really doubling. It's basically increasing, like, what is the 8,400? That one's pretty much like a double. This one is not a double. 17. Uh, there's an increase of 10,000, increase of like 11,000. Almost 20 grand there. Yeah, it's just like it crazy how fast it scales up. So by year 20... So after 27 years, your monthly car payment would have made over a million dollars. That's crazy. And you literally didn't have to do anything crazy. You just basically had to stick this into something like the S&P 500. 